Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. This morning, we went back to a story that Whip shared yesterday. Some dudes broke out of prison, and then they went to IHOP. So we thought, if you break out of prison, where do you want to go? Sample day at Benny's. Yeah, your mom's house. Also... You've got a lot of weird dreams, but recurring ones are the most interesting, especially for Dave Grohl. Oh, my God. Eddie Vedder will never be looked at the same. And hey, I'm having struggles. I don't know how to speak to my stylist. I don't know if I should ask for silence, if I want silence, if I want to look like this picture. Should I look like this picture? I don't know. So we got a stylist and we asked those burning questions. That's everything you were afraid to ask. Yeah. Thanks to Corey. That and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you were in jail and you busted out, there's two guys, they did it. They busted out with a toothbrush. And the first thing they did was go to IHOP, where they subsequently were uh, re-arrested and put back in prison. Do they even have like, uh, do they even go to trial or anything like that? Or do they just tack on extra time? Probably they just do that, right? Like, hey, I, right. Yeah. you can't do that. All right. Probably. They like, they like went there and everybody was on their phones. Right. And they're like, you know what? I like, let's go back to prison yeah. where yeah. we all talk. That's, that's, uh, yeah, I like conversation. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, this, this is not for me. Uh, you know what? I don't want to buy cigarettes. I want to win them. Right. <laughs> let's go back. <laughs> I, they got a free gym. Come on. <laughs> 312-233-1019. You text us. What's the first thing you do after you broke out of prison? The number one answer is go to my mom's house, and I yeah. thank you for that. 708, I got to find a Bud Light. First thing I'm doing, finding a Bud Light. Okay. That's what it's at. 312 and many others. Gentlemen's Club. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got that one. 630, I'd be right at Foga to Shone. Oh, you walk right in, uh, just p- p- turn the little thing over to yeah. green, keep it coming. Sir, you can turn yeah. it over. Shut I know up. I can. Yeah. You think I don't know that? Wow, your jail voice is so... Well, you know, he went in for tax evasion, this guy, this particular character, but then it changed him, you know? You don't think I know that? You don't think I don't know that? Godzilla. Give me the meat. <laughs> what? All right. 847, similarly, I'd go to Ron of Japan's. I've never been there. Me is it is it a, a hibachi grill they cook in front of you there? I think Seems so. Like no, yeah. yeah. Swanee's nodding. I think right. so. God, man, I haven't gone to one of those in a minute. And just saying it out loud now, I just really was like, I want to go. <laughs> you want someone to toss some broccoli to... in your mouth? <laughs> I'm so good at it. They yeah. toss the shrimp, and my wife will always be like, point at me like, get ready, get yeah. ready, everybody. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> Unhinge the jaw. My goodness. 312, I'd go to a bar, and I'd get sloppy drunk. Yeah. I like that. First thing you do if you broke out of prison, 708. So many of our... Of our uh, local restaurants are so happy to be part of this conversation. Uh, 708, first I'd get a long hot shower, then I'd go straight to Lou Malnati's. Oh, but they cleaned up first. Yeah, That's exactly nice. Right. Yeah. That, Lou's yeah. appreciates that. Right. 630, give me some Gene and Jude's. Go right there, get a hot dog or two. Okay. 
630, the first mistake they made was going to IHOP. I'd go to Waffle House because nobody snitches there. Oh, man, you got a point. That is true. You're amongst your your partners in crime there. Please put them in the prison section. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's a whole dedicated. (laughs) Oh, hey, Mitch is back. (laughs) Get him in the back. (laughs) Put on the bacon. Mitch is back. Oh, man. Uh, 708, and I've heard a lot about this place. I feel like we should go. Xander's Cafe in Oak Forest. People are always talking about Xander's Cafe in Oak Forest. Really? 708, I'd go to Walmart and get some new clothes. 708, I'd go to Target and get some new clothes. Then I'd go to Disney World. Yeah, these people are thinking. (laughs) That's kind of nice, right? 312, I'd go to church. There's no way they'd look for me there. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) You break out of prison. First place you'd go, 773 Vegas. Kind of like that. 708, Starbucks. Yeah, I like that. 773, put my hands on some bush lattes. Mm. I like that. 708, if I break out of prison, first place I'd go, Mickey's house for sure. She seems like a blast. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yo, come on in. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> Table for one. <laughs> what are you doing at my house? Get the hell out of here. Did you come from the Waffle House yeah. Yeah. again? Yeah, Joel. Not again. <laughs> Damn it, Nikki. Those are all of the places you'd go if you busted out of prison. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Recurring dreams. They happen to the best of us, including Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters. So Dave recently revealed he has this recurring dream. He's at the zoo with his sister, Lisa. They see a guy dressed, painted, all in silver, like one of those people on the street that poses. He walks up to the guy and he realizes, that's Eddie Vedder. <laughs> And then Eddie goes, hi, Dave, takes his finger and sucks on it. <laughs> huh? That's the dream. Right. <laughs> That's the dream David Grohl is having regularly, that Eddie Vedder is there, painted silver, sucking on his finger. I, you know at some point they're going to recreate right. this on stage. Oh, they must. <laughs> I hope so. In some tenacious D video right. for some reason. Right. An 815 texted, I can never remember my locker combination. That is the dream. Oh. No. I've been out of school for 30 years, and yet I have this dream where I can't remember my locker combo. And then we got a dream from 708. I have this dream where Triple H, Mariah Carey, and Pusha T are hanging out with me. What? Mm-hmm. Pusha T. Triple H. What? Hi, Matt. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Great, man. You've got a unique recurring dream. What is it? I have a unique dream that I get probably once a month, and it is where I'm outside and there's UFOs and fighter jets, like, in battle. Really? So it's like Mars Attacks or something? Yeah, it's kind of like what Whip was saying with planes coming down. It's, yeah. it's just pure insanity. I'm just, like, trying to hide, and it happens to me quite a bit. Really? Do you have anything yeah. that triggers it? Do you notice, like, if you're stressed, this dream happens or anything like that? I I don't know. Maybe because I listen to too much Joe Rogan UFO stuff. Got it. Yeah, it's <laughs> just in the back of your head. They're up there. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah it wasn't right. a meteor. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. All right, so Matt's got UFOs and jets, like, battling it out. Yep. And he's out there, like, what the hell's going on? Okay. Yeah, switch over to our podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, you, you're not going to have any UFO dreams Less there. Stress. I promise. Hi, Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning. Sylvia, what is your recurring dream? My recurring dream is about me floating. Just okay. all over the place. <laughs> like I'm floating over trees, over houses. Yeah. I mean, and I like I have control of it when I can like float down and float up. It's okay. just weird. I mean, it's weird. Do you enjoy it, though? You know what I mean? Is it like an enjoyable experience, or are you a little on edge the whole time? Like, why the hell am I floating? I sort of enjoy it. 
enjoy it because it's like I'm telling myself, wow, I can go anywhere I want to go. Yeah. You know, I can just float anywhere. I mean, I can float over water, over buildings. So wow. how, do you, how do you wake I mean, up? Do you, like, fall or is it just an alarm and you're like, oh, man, I'm not floating anymore? Right. I just wake up and say, wow, why did I wake up? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so much better in there. I was living like a seagull yeah. for a while. and. Now, Sylvia, can you attribute the dream to anything? Like, is there a reason it might happen, or does it just kind of happen out of nowhere? It just happens out of nowhere. It's just like I'm just walking, and then I just start just floating. You know? do, you, do you take any sleep aid? Is there any uh, pill or a gummy or anything like that, Sylvia, leading you down the tunnel of sleep? Uh, no. Okay, good. That's wild. Subconscious is crazy. Yeah, she's yeah. just out there floating. High on life, man. Yeah. yeah. See, I just saw the word float, and I hoped it was like, I just dream of root beer floats. All morning. That's wild. And finally, hi, Renee. Good morning. Good morning. What is your recurring dream? Okay. It's very strange. Um, although I do have to say whip. I'm yes. with you. I've seen so many planes go down in my dreams, and I would love to know what that means. What is I, that about? I would, too. No hey, idea why. The next time one of you is in that dream, keep your eye out for the other. <laughs> you can't. Make sure you I wave. I've yeah. never heard anybody say that. So yeah. I was like, whoa. Okay. You and I, we're, 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 we're linked. And mine is not as good as Dave Grohl's. That's pretty descriptive. Um, I moved from a house 15 years ago, uh, moved to a new house um, to get our kids in a neighborhood. Really, really, really love the old house. So honestly, until your, your question brought it up to me, and I'm like, wow, I haven't had that in about a year. So I guess it's gone away finally. But for 15 years, I had dreams always that I would go back to the house. I don't know how I got there. I don't know why. I'd be in the house doing stuff, whether it was working, cleaning, whatever, and my alarm would always go off to wake me up right when the new residents woke up, and they would were coming to me to say, like, what are you doing here? Oh, so and you'd I be in the house, and they would be in there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. So the people who live there are there, and you're there kind of creeping around your old house. Yeah. Kind of Interesting. It's very but like I'm American creeping. horror story. Yeah, kind sounding. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would have never had an answer for why I was there. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, I knew it was wrong. I don't know. I yeah. just am. I used to have a dream where, uh, and I still have it from time to time, I'll either be in my dorm room in college, or I'll be in the basement of the house I grew up in, and I will find other rooms that I never knew were there. Mm. So, like, I had this dream that in my dorm room, I found if I moved my desk, there was a whole door to this awesome room that nobody knew was there, and I had the best dorm room ever because I had this whole other, like, arcade room. Mm. And then I had the same thing in my basement as a kid. I dreamed if I moved the TV, oh, there's a whole other room back here that has all these cool toys and stuff in it. Yeah. But the, the rooms aren't there. Hmm. Bummer. Dreams. It's, yeah, it's, dreams, really, man. it's really interesting listening to other people's dreams. Other people's dreams are weird. Yeah. How about it? Not as weird as uh, Eddie Vedder sucking on your finger at the zoo. <laughs> That's a but, you know, yeah, that wins we the do prize. Our best. Yeah. The Morning Mix Podcast. You had to get a raise and you demanded it, or somehow you got in there and you had a unique way of getting it. We just shared a lot of the mistakes people are making and why they're not getting the raise. Things like comparing yourself to another coworker, threatening to quit when you don't have a plan, overvaluing your worth, never even bringing it up, mm-hmm. saying, well, I've been here this many years, so I deserve blah, blah, blah. According to this list from Finance Buzz, those aren't the things you want to do. But what are the things you should be doing to get the raise? Hi, Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. Lynn, this is on the list, but it worked out for you. What did you do to get the raise? Well, I said I had another job offer um, that I didn't really have. And uh, I, I got a nice increase. Wow. And now are you still at that job? I sure am. Oh, I might good. not be this. 
Oh, no, don't worry. We won't tell him where you work. Yeah. Lynn's a fake name. Wink. Yeah. Okay, so Lynn had the threat. No plan. Right. But it all worked out for her. It worked out real well. <laughs> and did you see somebody do that before that you were confident to do it? No, I just oh. was like, I deserve more. What the heck? She got a poker face. Yeah, come on. Yeah, she just walked in. Yep. And Lynn, I, don't I, know what to tell you. I love you. Lynn, may I ask, <laughs> how quick was it? You threatened, and then was it like that moment they were like, okay, great, we're going to give you what you want, 20% raise, blah, 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 whatever? Or was there like a couple of days where you were a little like, oh my gosh, this might not shake out? <laughs> right. I thought for sure I was not getting it. It was a Friday. He said, let me think about it over the weekend. And on Monday morning, I got it. Wow. Good for you. You know what? You are worth it. You proved it. I know, but I really didn't even think I was going to get it. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. good for you. And are you on your way there right now? Uh, I sure am. All right. (laughs) Have a great day at work, Lynn. All right. So she got the raise after threatening to leave. And now we go to Stella. Hi, Stella. Good morning. Good morning. Stella, how did you get the raise? Um, during the pandemic, I worked, well, several years working with this company in the arts and crafts business. So during the pandemic, going into 2021, towards the end of the year is when everybody would get their raise, company decided, uh, instead of giving nobody a raise, we're just going to give everybody two sets straight. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I've had three good years. I deserve more. So I requested a meeting with, you know, my boss's boss and himself. And I brought out these uh, articles I was reading. That company was one of the top three who gained money during the pandemic. And I said, I deserve my raise. There you go. Wow. So you took the public financials and you walked <laughs> in and you said, hey, jerks, yeah. looky here. I found this at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, may I ask, is this place open on Sundays? Yes, it is. Okay, great. Okay. So it's not one of them. <laughs> right. Arts and crafts. You know, I went to school uh-huh. with a guy named Michael, Stella. <laughs> you know. Ah. Ah. Okay, <laughs> Stella. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Adventure. It's fun. Amusement. It's exciting. Until you have an adventure amusement accident. What? Yep. You were at the amusement park. Something went sideways. Like you on a roller coaster and it yeah. froze. Yeah, oh my God. You decided to jump out of an airplane and then your parachute didn't open. But you're here to tell us all about it. Who had an amusement adventure accident? We start with Ken. Hey, Ken, good morning. Hey, good morning. So uh, about 15 years ago, my, my boys were 11 and 14 and we were skiing in Utah and we were about to get on a, uh, a chairlift, and my 11-year-old son said that he had to go take a leak, and uh, and I said, and I said, no, let's get on the chair, and there's a bathroom uh, right at we'll the top. We'll do it at the top. Get it's off. fine. Yeah. yeah, you'll be fine in five minutes. Right. And the uh, we get two chairs from the top, and the the lift breaks down, and we were stuck on there almost two hours, and he was in agony. Yeah. And, it, and at one point, he had to stand up in the middle and, and try to go from the lift <laughs> down onto the So he tried to stand up on the chairlift and then yeah. go right off the side, like off the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, and, we were on, and we were on the lift with, uh, with uh, three friends as well. <laughs> wow. So was it a six-pack you guys were on? Uh, yeah, it was a sixer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my Do you, God. like, say, like, look out below? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. What if? Well, you're uh, gonna pee, right? Because <laughs> you write your name well, down we in the snow. Waiting, 
Waiting, waiting for an open uh, for an open spot where there was no one skiing below. <laughs> right, right. Well, the hey chairlifts are broken. Yeah, so, right. so people, I guess, are not going down the hill at some point, right? Uh, yeah, uh, but either yeah. way, I just, Gen- I don't generally know. not. But they could be coming from <laughs> yeah. like a, a different right. lift. Right, you can see the other lifts around you. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Sounds kind of like it'd yeah. be a jackass stunt. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Actually, write your name uh, down in the snow from yes, however from many up feet there. up. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, wow. we. He, he was in tears. He was, I he bet. Was, yeah, was well, the only way to get the liquid agony. out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cry. And maybe that'll make it better. Oh, oh, that'd be nice if that was an option. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. yeah, just cry. Okay. All right, so Ken and his boys, they get stuck on the chairlift for two hours needing to pee. Hi, oh. Roberta. Good morning. Hi, good morning. What happened when you were parasailing? So it was my one-year wedding anniversary. We went to Mexico, and my husband's like, let's go do the parasailing, and I was scared to do it. It'll be fine. He went first. They they have you on a jet ski. They pull you along the beach, and then they let go, and there's guys on the beach with a rope, and they pull you over the beach, and you're supposed to land on the beach. So I he went. Everything was fine. I went. Lo and behold, a great big gust of wind comes. I bounced three times across the beach. Whoa. Hit the ground on my butt, went back up, hit the ground on my butt again, went back up. Second time. It dragged me for several feet before they could stop me. She went up in one piece. It ended with a a two-piece thong by the end of it. My goodness. So, Joanna, were there, I'm sorry, uh, Roberta, were there big injuries or were you all all right? Well, I was in Mexico, so I wasn't going to go to the emergency room. (laughs) Right. You're like, oh. uh, Yeah. I I did a lot of liquid liquid, uh, medication. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Let's head into the bar and everything will be fine. (laughs) Wow. That's wild. That's, Parasailing gone wrong. That's funny because I did that once before I met Big Karwowski, and then I told Big Karwowski, oh, I'm thinking about doing this again. He's like, no, you're not. And he told me some horror stories right. of what can happen. And there's one of them, right? And that would be one great example right there. And now, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. So you were scuba so, diving and things went sideways. Yes. So I, I had been scuba diving before this incident many times. And I was totally fine, so I've experienced somewhat. So we go scuba diving in Acapulco, and we're going down. We're all excited, and all of a sudden, I start feeling sick to my stomach as we're going down, and I don't know if it's the pressure or what's going on. We get down. I get sick to my stomach. I don't know what to do. I need to throw up, and I have to throw up through the mouth. Oh, no. Oh, no. So once how... I took care of that business, we just kept on our merry way and continued with oh. our diet. Oh. <laughs> but were you chum in the water? Yeah, a little chum. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. putting food down there. Water, yes. So I don't know if it was the pressure, oh. you know, from going down, or if I was just literally feeling sick to my stomach because of something we ate. I, I don't know. Wow. Honestly, you can get stuck on a chairlift. I and kind of freaked out a little bit. Yeah, boy, we'll drag it across the beach, but you, you puked in your own air aspirator. Oh, my goodness. The Morning Mix Podcast. We need to ask stylists because you have questions for your stylist or your barber that you don't want to ask. Now, Whip, you go, do you go to the same person every time or do you just go to the same place? I don't even go to the same place. Okay. I go to whatever has a short wait time whoever's and a coupon and whoever's in there. Got it. And wow. yet it always looks the same. It always shakes out, right? Shocking, isn't it? Hi, Corey. Good morning. Corey, are you there? I am there. Hi, Corey. You are a stylist. Is that correct? I am. I have been a stylist for 30 years. Okay, fantastic. Do you want to let us know where you're styling at right now? 
Sure. I'm styling at Solani Bansos in Orland Park. Orland Park. Nice. Fantastic. Okay. So you've been in it a minute. So I think I feel I very confident that you are going to have answers. So we've each got a question for you. I've got one for you right now off the top. So Corey. Okay. I have an issue right now. I can't get in to see Caitlin, who always cuts my hair, right? She's my go-to yes. stylist. So yes. I'm going to go see someone else today. And I let Caitlin know. And I feel like I'm cheating on her. So my question to you is two parts. Number one, if someone does this to a stylist, do you feel cheated on? And number two, if I try not to tell you, can you tell at my next haircut that somebody else has been in this? Um, okay. So to answer the first part of your question, um, personally, I don't feel like you are cheating on me because okay. everybody is busy. Time is valuable. And um, I will tell my clients to go to a different stylist in my salon. So oh, don't interesting. jump ship, don't jump chairs. Oh, oh. don't jump ship, um, jump chair. That okay. Way you keep the money in the salon business and ah. you're not going elsewhere. Okay, I like that. And then the second part yeah. was if I go get my haircut somewhere else, and now it's been a few weeks and I come to see you, can you tell yeah. someone else has been working your recipe? Yes. You yes, can. You can. Mm. I can, yes. Um, some other junior stylists or younger stylists might not be able to, but I can tell. Yes. Okay, great. So when you lie about cutting your own hair, yeah. we can tell. Right. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Nikki, ask a stylist. Oh, I have so many questions, but <laughs> I'm going to go with this one. Okay, so when we go there, part of what we get is, like, the best product you guys are using, right? Like, it's Correct. it's really nice. It's great. In a, in a perfect world, I want to buy all that, but I can't. So... Of course. What is something, now I've always heard like the Kirkland Costco is like Pureology, which is a very expensive brand. Like what what mm-hmm. are some uh, things, some tips you would recommend if we don't necessarily want to buy the 40 to $50 bottle of shampoo you Love guys this. are using? That's a really good question. So what I do with my clients, um, actually I call them my guests, um, oh. I will put three products that I use in their hair in front of them. And then I will tell them what is the number one thing they should buy out of the three. So they don't oh. feel pressured or obligated to have to spend the extra amount of money. Okay. If they tell me, oh, I don't have it in my budget this month, I will tell them, let me give you a sample. And I will squirt some in a little container for them to try for a week. And that usually sells them. And they will come back and find the money somewhere to buy it. So, all right. So there's still, it's still, go, you got to go back to the good stuff. Yeah, see, she's saying. got the experience. Yeah, I, yeah. Recommend, I recommend it because um, just the ingredients inside. I don't know if it's water soluble. Right, right, right. Okay, I love this. certain products in your hair that makes your style look the way it does. And then you don't use that in your style is not what you look like when you walked out of the salon. Whose fault is that? Right. Right. So be honest when you tell them when we tell you Correct. what we're using in our hair. Correct. Okay. okay. Honesty. Correct. Whip a question for a stylist? Yeah. Uh, does it ever get uncomfortable where you feel like a guest slash client is getting almost a little too personal in the conversation <laughs> or maybe too a little, a little too verbose, like too much talking, like, shut up, Don, I'm just cutting your hair. You would never say that, but in your mind, in your are mind. you ever thinking that? So all the time, all the time. Yeah. Um, but what I do, if there is a, um, a space of silence, I tell the client, please, I am not ignoring you or not. I'm not talking to you because I'm concentrating on your haircut right now. Mm, I and like I don't that. think there's ever a client that doesn't want anybody concentrating on the service. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but you are sort of ignoring them. You kind of ignore them. But you're not playing with It's sort of like, oh, bless your heart. What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Violetta, ask oh. a stylist. Come on. I know, I know. I have so many so questions, many questions too. Right? So I'm like, uh, okay, I got to pick the best one. Um, okay. 
Well, he, okay. So mine's on the opposite end of this talking situation, right? Like I go to the salon because I want to unwind. I want to relax. I kind of, I love when people play with my hair. Just like if you touch it at all, I'm like in heaven. And sure. um, like, how do you, how should I request or how do I go about wanting my space and being like, I'm really not a talker. I want to relax. I Should I bring it up to you at the beginning or kind of what I do sometimes is I take my phone out. So I start mm. texting a little bit to be like, I, I'm busy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm very I'm busy right now. Things. And then I kind of like think that you can pick up on the hints. But sometimes I feel rude because I'm not talking to the stylist. How can I get around that? Um, I would verbalize that in the beginning. Um, a lot of times I know that sometimes I could be very windy in my conversation. I just get a sense. So if you're picking up your phone and you're texting, I have clients that come in and work from home and they bring their laptops in. They have earpieces in their ears and I see their colors, their highlights, their haircuts. And I don't sometimes don't say anything to them, but that's because I know them. If you're a new client to me, Violetta, and you come in my chair and you're picking up your phone and we discuss um, what service you're getting and I'm comfortable in performing that service, I'm going to keep quiet. Okay. I'm going to get the hint. I'm going to get the hint. Yeah. As the person in the chair, though, what could I say? Like, what are the words that aren't going to be a Shut up! You know, I have a lot on my plate today. I'm excuse my silence. Okay. I'm going to just, you know, work and, and do some texting today. Excuse okay. my silence. No nice. speak of the English. I think it's pretty <laughs> simple. So it works, right? yeah. I know thought. They believe oh me. Now, Corey, one last question before we let you go, because I feel like we've taken up a lot of your time here. But last <laughs> That's question okay. is. That's okay. I've done this before where I'll come in with a picture and I'll be like, I want to look like this. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you break it to a client? <laughs> like, you're not Brad Pitt. You're not Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah. You have thin hair. They have thick hair. You're balding. Yeah. You look like a toe. Yeah. Like, how do you clarify with a client? Okay, so that's really simple. So what I do is I cover up the face. Ah. So I take, or I will turn the picture upside down if it's a color and say, is this the color you want? If you want to look like Jennifer Aniston, you're not going to look like her, but your hair can possibly look like that by doing X, Y, Z. And if we can't get there, then I don't recommend this for you. I am very honest because at the end of the day, if they don't look like that, they probably won't come back. Mm -hmm. And then my client retention is down because they didn't return. Right. My fault. Well, Corey, you have been lovely. Thank you so much. One more shout out for the the salon in Orland Park. Yes. Yes. Salon Evangelos. Solani Vangelo is awesome. We would like to send you, you're going to get your hands on, you're one of the first few people in Chicago to get the Morning Mix bag of coffee from Passion House Coffee Roasters and our brand new Morning Mix Coffee Tumbler. It's the Mix Wake Up Kit. Thank you so much. Thank you, you. I really appreciate it, guys. You no, bet. Thank you. And feel free this to keep great. that tumbler right at your station there yeah. at the salon <laughs> right. so everybody knows. You're Corey from The Mix. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ask a stylist. This has been burning in my mind. I feel so much better now. I love it. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. We've got a mix top six for you. These are the best facial hair mm-hmm. of all time. Okay, you're, I see Nikki thinking. I'm weirdly yeah. excited about this. Of course this. you are. How do you, you should this, be. The, it feels like you might stretch to get to six. That's I the know. most exciting part. Right. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Okay. And at number six on this list, now these span generations, yeah. these, these, yeah. this list. Yeah. Okay, so be prepared for this. Coming in at number six, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Oh, these are so people. These are people. Okay. I thought it was styles. Like yeah, I thought it would be like, like mutton chops. chops. <laughs> 
Yes. And I was hoping mutton yes. chops would be number one. Mutton chops for okay. number one. Okay, so. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the hit on that one. This is my bad. I, I set this totally up improperly. The same thing. I was like, yeah. okay, well, you got handlebar. We got yeah. mutton chops. I yeah, wondered when you guys were like, the... are there that many? I was like, yeah. What are you doing? My bad. stuck or thin Sorry. mustache. Let me, uh, uh, okay. You got, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Okay. okay. Now we're now, now we're, we're cooking good. with yeah, gas. Yeah, hey, now we got we got actual visuals as opposed to naming facial <laughs> hairstyles. Hey, Chicago, my bad. I um, <laughs> I set that up poorly. That's my fault. Yeah. Chops. <laughs> Number six, Hugh Jackman. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. Number yeah, yeah. five. Right. Not a lot of noise coming from this guy, Sir Charlie Chaplin. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> you know. That is an iconic. Uh, yeah. That's stash. number four. All right, brother. Get ready. <laughs> the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan. Are those mutton chops? I, I, I well, think it's called a Fu Manchu, I believe. Yeah, it's called the, a Fu Manchu. I believe it is. I'd the say Wolverine Marty. is probably closer to a mutton chop, Agreed. right? Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very right. close, yeah. Now, uh, the Hulkster had a real good body in uh, Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Macho Man did. also had really yeah. illustrious facial hair. Yeah. You're the... Oh, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't done this for a while, all right? I need a little bit of a warm-up time, maybe a little bit of a warning next time before you throw me right in the fire and hang me out to dry like that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video so I need to show you it. We oh. talked about you last night. It's the two what? of them cutting a promo. Oh. And you can tell they are on so much cocaine. Oh my god, they were. Oh, yeah. They yeah. talk about and like steroids. going to space. Yes, all it is, of it. It is one of the most yep. magical pieces. Isn't it wild of, though? They were the mega the mega powers. Yeah. And then they broke up. Now, if I might ask you, Macho Man, how do you feel about the Hulkster being on this list of best facial hair of all time and you're not on it, Hulk? You know what? If there's anything I say consistently besides, oh yes, snap into a slim. Jim, it is that there is no justice to be expected in this world when you come up with lists like this and put him on it and leave the macho man off. But I will have my revenge! <laughs> if you close your eyes, it's him. I'll be honest with you. No. If you leave your eyes open, it's him. Because oh his body God. gets into it. It is amazing. Yeah. Do your kids respect that at no. all? No, yeah, not at all. Those little no. jerks. No. Oh my gosh. They don't, know. they don't know who dad really is. Wow. You know? That's right. That's my right. friends will literally say to me, like, do you ask him to do it all the time? The Macho Man impression. Yeah. I'm like, no, I mean, he's a human. I can't put a quarter in him and it just say go. So good. Certain things from your childhood, you never know when you're going to be able to use them later in life. Let All that right. be a lesson. Let's see if you can do any impressions of the other three on this list. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, so far, we had Hugh Jackman, Charlie Chaplin, and now Hulk Hogan. Best facial hair of all time. Number three, David Beckham. You got David Beckham? What? what? David Beckham's on he the list. He has facial That's hair? so yeah. dumb. Mm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry. I, I didn't make the list. Hot sauce. Not, not soccer. It's football. Football. It's football. Yeah. Football. Football. Okay. Yeah, that's my David Beckham right there. Come here, Victoria. <laughs> Stand next to me. Yes. In at number two, most iconic facial hairstyles of all time. He had to be on the list. Magnum P.I. himself. Oh. Tom Selleck. Yes. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah. Nobody could pair a mustache with a Hawaiian shirt quite like Thomas Selleck. I mean, and each character he plays always has the mustache. Right. That's kind of the thing. Like, right. He's the only guy, if he shaved his mustache off, would be incognito. Well, that's what happened when he came back on Friends. He had the original run where he had the stash. Then he came back later and he didn't have it. Really? Yeah, he had shaved it off. I don't really? think I can ever imagine yeah. him without one. And now on Blue Bloods, it's like the mustache has its own contract. It's him and Donnie Wahlberg. That's right. Show, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's exactly right yeah and then the mustache that's right and in at number one let's take it around the horn i'll give you this hint musician best facial hair of all time nikki zz top zz top. right right don't, i don't know their name billy what? gibbons there we go yeah 
Quip? Um, man, this is really hard. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Oh, it's a musician with facial hair. Uh, I am uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel, <laughs> he's got a mustache. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. sure does. Yeah. yeah, Violetta. Um, that redhead girl that was on um American Idol. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I I thought she had a little bit of facial hair, but um, you know who we're talking about. <laughs> I cannot be long. I don't know. Violetta, know who's she, who she's talking about. I know about. what she looks like, but yeah. I don't know her name whatsoever. I don't think she won. In at number one, according to <laughs> this list, the most iconic facial hair of all time belongs to none other than Freddie Mercury. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, testing one two one two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki Soundcheck on the morning mix. Ton of stuff to cover. So we're going to new Fall Out Boy. Whole the whole uh, full length is out. New Ed Sheeran is out. But really quick, let's go over Summerfest. I talked about this oh, for a, a second yesterday. yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just announced their lineup. Mostly, there's a couple TBAs still waiting. But it's three weekends, so that's how it works. It's June 22nd, 24th, June 29th through July 1st, and then July 6th through 8th. So they're not even like oh. bothering with the week thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like just on the weekends. They're going to compete with NASCAR in one of those weekends. Uh, here in Chicago, oh, but okay. okay. And you see, you know, the hardest thing is getting up there right now. You got to take the Amtrak. I got to imagine in the Venn diagram of Summerfest and NASCAR, the middle well, part's pretty fat. So here, so June, the first weekend, we're talking uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. We're talking. Okay, see right there. The fans are very conflicted. Yeah, <laughs> there's very a lot of facial conflicted. hair yeah. and uh, conflicting uh, things. Yeah, you got Zach Brown band. That's another one we just talked oh, about facial yeah. hair. So he's there. James Taylor, Bleachers, Buddy Guy, Elvis Costello. How cool is that? Oh cool. man, he's um, still around. So that is the first weekend. The second weekend, the June uh, 29th, uh, we're talking Dave Matthews, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Ava Max, Cypress Hill, Young Gravy. <laughs> Debbie Gibson. I just hey, want to say we, wow. we just did that. We just said Young Gravy, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Debbie and, Gibson, and DMB. Wow. That's right. Um, My goodness, a little something for oh, everybody. Oh, Nikki, your sunroof. Oh, there you go. He's going to be there that They're weekend. just going to do sunroof 10 times. Yes. And then the final weekend, uh, another band to be announced, but that's when they've got uh, Imagine Dragons with AJR, Lauren Daigle, Smokey Robinson, Sticks. Wow. Tesla, and this one for you uh, with yeah. Dinosaur Jr. Dinosaur Jr. Oh, man. Underrated. Is Jay, that a kid's band? Jay Maskus. No, no, certainly not. It's a very serious 90s grudge band. Yeah. Oh. Wow. But, um, I feel the pain of everyone yeah. and, and I feel, feel nothing. nothing. Just realize, like, a thousand years later, that's probably about heroin. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Could be. You're probably Could be. right. Probably. I never and knew. Oh I never knew what they were talking about. And I'm like, yeah. I think I now know what he was saying there. Huh. Okay, well, yeah. we just we unlocked a lot right there. All right, happened? so we got that. Um, and then we have a ton of Ed Sheeran news, so I'm just going to kind of blaze through. So he's been really quiet lately. He said that. And then he even said, he's like, listen, I've been really quiet lately. I'm, when I start talking, I'm going to be talking. And that's what's kind of happened. So he's got his new song, Eyes Closed, which is great. We've been playing it a couple times this morning. Uh, he also has a docuseries coming to Disney+. Plus. Look for oh. that. May 3rd. Everyone's doing that. Uh, he also said he wants to make an album that will be released only after he dies. So <laughs> This is interesting. Have, have we ever heard of anybody saying this before? No, it's really kind of, yeah, interesting. I was going to say funny. That's not the right word. Uh, so it's he wants to slowly make this album, he's saying, that he believes is perfect in his mind. Mm. And part of the deal is no one can release it any or any of the songs until he has died. He said, and I will have it in my will that after I die, it will come out. So he's going to work on this the rest of his life. 
and okay. then have something left. So you think it's like, so wasn't Prince like unprepared and then they had to go in and sort of find all these old songs and it's like, is it finished? Is it not? Or whatever it is. Ed like thinking like, I, that's not going to be me. Right. Maybe, that's happened yeah. with Michael Jackson. Yeah. It's happened with Prince. They, right. I hate to say it, but sometimes when, when tracks aren't released, there's a reason they're not right, released. Exactly yeah. Right. Yep. The yeah. artist didn't love it, you know? Right. Well, but also I think it's kind of like he's thinking it's the best work ever and he doesn't have to hear anybody else's opinion after the fact, right? It's like this is the exact album I wanted to make and it has no effect on my life because I'm no longer here. Right. (laughs) Peace out. Yeah, Yeah. it's my kid's problem. You know, yeah, Yeah. no, it's it's great. Uh, And he also wrote a new song for Ted Lasso that he thinks is effing good. This is quote. So it's going to be on the soundtrack for the new season of Ted Lasso. And, you know, he, he... he, he's really proud of it. He swears a lot when describing it. So just know it kind of fits with Roy Kent. You know, it kind of works with, yeah. with the whole yeah. theme. He's so everywhere. a lot of uh, Ed Sheeran stuff, including Eyes Closed, which we would be playing throughout the entire day. That's right. Today. <clears throat> but we're here in Chicago, Fall Boy. We love them. Full length is out. Uh, it's called So Much, and then in quotations, for, and then Stardust. I don't totally get that. So it's like so much Stardust, so much for Stardust. But there's a lot of it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but it, it is out, and uh, a couple of songs you should check out. Fake Out is a great one. Um, and this one's really, I don't know how to, how to say it. It's like the, continu- the K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I kid. Can anyone say that for me? K-I-N-T. K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. Kintsugi? Kintsugi? The Kintsugi kid? Sounds like, is it a place? I don't know. Lower GI? Yeah, it's really cool. Whatever it is, I just wasn't exactly. It's a disease? I'm not sure. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and then they have a part of the record where I talked earlier about how it's just like people talking. And then I found out later it's called The Pink uh, Seashell. And it's a little clip of Ethan Hawke from Reality Bites. So it's a big part. They, they like went really deep on this. Uh, it's a great record. This is one that you should check out, though. This is the one we're going to play. It's okay. called Hold Me Like a Grudge. Let's do it. And I think it's like... Great, classic, Chicago, we love Fall Out Boy. Okay. The Morning Mix Podcast. This is Sean Mendez. Sean, though, is a spokesman for Tommy Hilfiger. Okay. If you guys knew that. The quote reads as if they said to him, you need to promote our crop tops or we're going we're gonna to end you. 100%. <laughs> I think the crop tops, they're just, they're super beautiful. They look great on men. They look great on men. So don't be afraid to pick them up, guys. They look good. Tommy Hilfiger's <laughs> spokesperson says, we put the crop top on Sean and we were like, hot. That's it. Like, yes. He would look amazing in anything. And I think it's just a representation of what clothing is today, you know? What are you guys looking at? It's that whole masculine, feminine so thing. so many crop tops. And they're, yeah. Here's the thing. If you're like 17, you're lifting weights, yeah. you can pull it off. Sure. Right. Or if you're Macho Man, Macho Man would probably cruise around in a crop top from time oh, to time. Oh, yeah. I was rocking the psychedelic colors on the crop top back in the mid-80s when Sean Mendez wasn't even a glimmer in Mama Mendez's eyes. Yeah. Twitter users seem to disagree. Ew. Why? Another. What's the deal? I wish crop tops would just catch on, to be honest. Make a great workout shirt. I think they were big in the 80s, I think. These are what users are saying online about the crop tops. I just don't know where the beer belly fits into the crop top. This is my thing. I do not have the physique for a crop top. I barely have the physique for a hoodie. Right. So, like, to wear a crop top, it's just not going to happen. I think there was there were two key words in uh, the statement you read, which were on Sean, as in it looks really yes, good on Sean. Right. You put this crop top on Ryan Reynolds. Great. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. put this crop top on Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Good to go. Right. Yeah. Even put it on, you know, Justin Timberlake. Fine. Mm-hmm. Right. You put it on me. No. 
Looks like a cry for help. S- somebody posted a picture. That it's called Dad Crop. And right. It, it looks oh, very. It looks very different than the Bieber well, uh, crop top. Right. Yeah. The, now I want. Yeah. I want to be clear. <laughs> Love your body. Do whatever you want yeah. with your own body. All good. I don't want to submit you guys to seeing me in this crop right. top. Right. Be ready. You well, know what I'm saying? for guys, it's a little bit different because you guys don't have the high waisted jeans. We do as right. girls. So like, I wear crop tops with a high waisted jeans. So there's really no. It's like a half showing. inch there, right? Yeah, Where it's just you a see. little skin. Right. Like, come on, I can show right. a little That's fine. skin. Yeah. But I mean, with guys in low waist jeans, your belly hanging out, and then a crop top, and then you got that V, like a, yeah, right? If it's, yeah. Really? I don't have that. I have like a U. Right? <laughs> I, don't think we're a supposed, I don't think we're supposed to have the no. V. Mine looks like a confused B. Is what it looks like. It's a muscle. Yeah. It's a muscle. It's like a little. It's like the yeah. chisel right the, by the it's hips. It's like the right two there. hips point down to your crotchal zone. I know what you're talking about. I'm pretending right. not to. No. Now, do I Will, keep looking? Will Ferrell. You remember there Will you Ferrell in the uh, uh, the cowbell sketch? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where his went, belly keeps way coming too out. Tight yes. shirts, right. And it kept riding up, and yeah. his belly's right. hanging out. That's kind of what the crop top looks like on the wrong guy. So here's the question: Sean Mendez is pushing for crop tops for men this summer. He's like, guys, rock the crop. <laughs> Go. Rock the crop. You can do it. Rock the crop. Sean's really pushing for it because Tommy Hilfiger has clearly put their branding behind yes. crop tops for dudes this summer. Mm-hmm. Is it crop or crap? That's the question. <laughs> Are we? Should we be rocking crop yeah. tops this summer? Crop or crap? Text crop, C-R-O-P, or crap, C-R-A-P, to 312-233-1019. Crop or crap? My wife just texted me. Thank you. No crop tops. Yeah, there yeah, you go. But, okay, but now I'm looking at a picture of Lenny Kravitz in a crop top, and it's not so bad. Okay, great. Of course it's not. It's <laughs> yeah. Leonard Kravitz. Right, right. Okay. So Whip and I right now roll in and be like, hey, guys, morning. Like, what if I come in and act like nothing's different? Yeah. Well, hey, guys, coming up this morning, are we all ready? We're going to be giving away more Mexico trips. And the whole morning, I just have my finger tickling my belly button because it's hanging out. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants that. No. If you pick incredibly sexy men like the Lenny Kravitz yes. and the Sean Mendez, yes. you can put them in the most absurd clothing right. in the world. Right. And the less clothing, the better. But they're right. still going to look good. I invite my buddies Jim and Keith to come visit the studio. And the two of them roll in and crop tops. Nobody's happy. That's right. amazing. I don't even know if that's allowed in public areas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they I call don't... themselves the crop crew. The crop, <laughs> exactly. crop crew. I feel like city council would get together at some yeah. point in Chicago and be like, we gotta get rid oh, of yeah. the belly buttons yeah. all over town. We need to get the crop cops right. on the case. <laughs> I can only think of two people I know in real life. Two men I know in real life that could wear a crop top. Our friend Jim Obro. Oh, oh from he the definitely Chicago could. Show. He wears yep, a very yep. medium yes. shirt to show off his yeah. muscles. Yes, he could wear a crop top yeah. to the Olive Middle School reading night, and people wouldn't bat an eye. <laughs> or the Olive Garden. <laughs> That's so Maybe matter. in the same night. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> and then my buddy Adam, who you guys don't know. But the only two guys I know in real life, they both work out. Like, I don't have any other friends that work out like that, that no. would be rocking a crop top. Seriously. Right. My friends and I, if we go to the beach, nobody's taking their shirt off. You know what I mean? We're Not just, anymore. No, no. no. I'm Not wearing a sweater. Days, yeah. I'm wearing a jacket to protect against the sun. That's what it's for. <laughs> the Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. In at number three, there is a cake that everybody is loving online that dates back to the Great Depression. So it is huge right now on TikTok and on Reddit. It's blowing everybody's mind because it is made without milk, eggs, or butter. 
normally key ingredients to baking, right? Rubber cake. Well, no, that's the thing. It's turning out to be delicious, but everybody's like, how is this cake going to, like, what do you put in it to even make it a cake? Obviously, back in the 1930s, they didn't have a lot of this stuff. Right. Not because it didn't exist, but because people couldn't afford it. Um, So it's made with sugar, uh, flour, white vinegar, baking soda, cocoa powder, vanilla, and oil. And... I mean, I'm not going to go into the details, but they say you need to put it in different pockets, the liquids, and then when you end up mixing it together, it does, you know, rise and it tastes delicious. The cocoa powder is where you're getting most of your flavor as well as the vanilla extract. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing. There's a guy I follow on TikTok and I can't think of his name, but he's hilarious and he does all these old early 1900s and or Great Depression recipes. Right. And he's always amazed at how good they taste. Why? It's amazing. I mean, we're not there now, but might as well try it. Would would I be able to find it like Googling like depression cake? Like for real? Yeah, so another, yeah, yeah. Depression cake. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, just eat the whole thing. You'll feel better. That's exactly what you type in. Or some people also call it wacky cake. So wacky cake because it's kind of crazy. Oh, I see it. Okay. Wacky depression. (laughs) It's like wacky (laughs) times. (laughs) And we're talking about depression. Let's go the complete other way. Finland is offering free vacation for people to go learn how to be happy. So, Finland has been named the world's happiest country for six years in a row now. And they're like, hey, come to our country. We will give 10 people the chance, a four-day trip, and a master class to happiness. Because they haven't figured out, and the rest of us are like, what? Finland sounds like they're in a really bad relationship where they're having an argument, and their partner said, you don't even know how to be happy. Ooh. Totally, totally right. Gross. Yeah. (laughs) Go go find depression cake, Finland. I know. They're they're like adding eggs and butter and all the goodies. Not allowed there. (laughs) What? In a number one, another fun challenge online. There's a new game. And honestly, uh, I can watch it for hours, but I also want to play it with friends. So the way this works is you get a cup of water. You fill it pretty much like to the top, but leave some room, maybe an inch. And then you go around. It's like a it's like a relay race. Um, the last per you, you, how do I explain this? You put it underneath. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You put it underneath a faucet and each person goes. Oh, and yeah. the, the last person that overfills the glass yeah. loses. But I mean, it's so intense. Like by the end, you know, you just try to make it do like a drop. Yeah. And- your job is to turn on and off the faucet very quickly so that only a small amount of water yes. would enter the cup. Yes. Because whomever overflows the cup, they are the loser. <laughs> Sounds like a depression game. So yeah. it is. This is a whole very depression <laughs> you forward. You wouldn't waste water <laughs> like that. Okay. Back no. then. Yeah. But there's, I've seen videos of guys and they're like all around it like this is the most important thing ever and you just hear like and they rock away it's it's really fun it is it's intense it's fun I don't know people are playing it I will tell you for millennia boys have been doing this we've been getting together in one another's basements and and someone all of a sudden has a ball and all of a sudden we're hanging out before you know it we've invented a game and the stakes are insanely high and we've invented some crazy game called like Ray's Basement Ball and now every time we're in Ray's Basement we play Ray's Basement Ball and if you bounce it off this post and hit that beam you get two points and and this seems very much like that. There was four dudes hanging around yeah. board, and one guy was mindlessly filling up a cup of water. It was like, I bet you can't overflow it. Right. I bet you can. And now we have TikTok. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> have yourself a very depressing How about it, man? That's your fly free play with water. Yeah. What will happen if I Google depression cake? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.